Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. This being the third Sunday in Lent, we celebrate the veneration of the holy, precious, and life-giving cross. Now, an average Orthodox Christian might be of the opinion that the Orthodox Church is primarily a resurrectional church because we celebrate the resurrection a lot. Every single Sunday is a small Pascha, and we celebrate that every Sunday of the year. And then there are the 40 days of Pascha in which we celebrate Pascha every single day during those 40 days. And the reason that we might be led to think this is because most of us usually only come to church maybe once in a while, and usually only on Sundays when we're celebrating the resurrection. If we were more frequent churchgoers during the week, we would realize that we remember and commemorate the cross a lot more than we commemorate the resurrection. Wednesdays and Fridays during the week are dedicated to the cross. Now, granted, Pascha is the Feast of Feasts, but it is only one feast. We have three separate feasts dedicated to the cross. On July 31st is the procession of the holy, precious, and life-giving cross. On September 14th is the elevation of the holy, precious, life-giving cross. And the third Sunday in Lent is the veneration of the holy, precious, life-giving cross. So we remember and commemorate the cross more often than we do the resurrection. And this becomes apparent as to why when we continue to look at the holy anaphora as we have been doing in our meditation and study of the divine liturgy. If we read from the anaphora of St. John Chrysostom, he says... When he had come and fulfilled for our sake the entire plan of salvation, on the night in which he was delivered up, or rather when he delivered himself up for the life of the world. He's referring here, of course, to his arrest, his torture, his crucifixion, and his death. And as John Chrysostom makes explicitly clear, he did it of his own volition. St. Basil the Great, whose anaphora we celebrate with today, is far more exhaustive. Basil the Great takes us on a journey from the creation of the world to the Garden of Eden, to the fall of Adam and Eve, to the giving of the prophets, to the incarnation of Christ in all that Christ does as a human being. He says... He acquired us for himself as his chosen people by becoming a human being, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, having cleansed us by water and sanctified us with the Holy Spirit, referring to baptism. He gave himself as ransom to death in which we were held captive, sold under sin, descending into Hades through the cross that he might fill all things with himself. He loosed the bonds of death. He rose on the third day 
and having opened a path for all flesh to the resurrection from the dead, since it was not possible that the author of life would be dominated by corruption. Both John Chrysostom and Basil the Great are remembering and reminding us every time we do a liturgy, we cannot have the resurrection without the cross. God must become incarnate, become a human being, must suffer and must die in order for us to be given the resurrection and a share in his eternal life. And this is why the cross is held up and venerated in the middle of Lent, to remind us of all of the things that God has done for us, to strengthen us as we are in the midst of the fast, to strengthen us as we endeavor in these days before Holy Week, to remind ourselves of who we should be, who we are striving to become, and to see the cross not as an instrument of terror and torture, but as something that is precious and life-giving, to strengthen us in the knowledge that through the cross, death has been trampled by death. And in context of the liturgy itself, we remember this moment in salvation history in preparation for praying over the gifts, asking for the Holy Spirit to descend upon us and upon these gifts here set forth, so that we may partake of his body and his blood. And today, on the third Sunday of Lent, we hear Christ say to all of us, those who wish to follow me must pick up their cross and deny themselves and follow me. But here's the part I want to highlight. He says, truly I say to you, there are some standing here, and that means you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God come with power. Today, this prophecy came to being through you because Christ came again today. His body and his blood are on that table. You, by God himself, were called to come forward to partake of him. And wherever the Holy Trinity is, wherever the Holy Spirit is, wherever the Son is, wherever the Father is, there is the kingdom of heaven. Today, Christ's prophecy that you standing here would see the Son come again in power and behold the heavenly kingdom came true the moment you stepped in through those doors, the moment you heard, blessed be the kingdom of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, came true the moment we asked the Holy Spirit to descend upon these gifts. It came true the moment you came forward and partook of his body and his blood. And all of this, every moment of it, happens because of the Holy Cross. And so today, we take time out of our journey towards the resurrection to give honor to that cross, which was once a symbol of terror, and venerate it because of the power that flows through it to us, because our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ voluntarily gave himself up upon that cross so that we could stand here today 
and behold him coming in power and partaking of him. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, unto the ages of ages.